welcome, welcome, welcome to the first Triumph Podcast. I don't know if I should say attempt, but uh, it's happening. We have the mic. You're going to listen. I'm going to start us off with the music really quick because that's how I always do it. also known as the Triumph Project. I am also in the presence of greatness. My co-host, <laughs> new, can you believe this, partnership, you all get to witness this firsthand, Jason, Jason, or do I call you Jason? What is up, Fairbanks? And then it's Makalusko, is that correct? No, you just totally butchered that. my name, man, come on. I did? It's Italian, it's it's Macaluso. What? There's no K at the end of it. Oh, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Look at me go. It's, so it's, Mac, Macaluso. There you go. See? Damn it. I'm not even going we'll to figure it out because, you know, I didn't take journalism. Or is it English? <laughs> Italian-Americanism. <laughs> Holy shit. Ah, that's how I do it. Way to start. Okay, so anyhow, here we are, right? This is the new Triumph podcast. Um, The goal of this thing for us, and you can pitch in, of course, anytime you want, but I think the aim here is motivation, some some inspiration. We want to get some stuff as far as it relates to education um, for things such as you know, doing your training, you know, or kind of what we're doing in the world of endurance. And I think that can be anything from, you know, you're doing triathlon or, you know, pushing your limit in any way, shape or form. Um, you know, I think we have interest in that. So we also have some mm-hmm. inspiring stories we want to convey and <laughs> just all in an aim of kind of getting you up and getting you going and getting you moving. You know, if you like what you hear, then keep listening. And if you don't, you fucking click that red button or Whatever you're listening exactly. to, cl- click the fuck off. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I am. So, exactly. Um, Go listen to all the negativity out there instead, unless unless you want to listen to our positivity. Exactly, man. I'm all about the light. There's way too much shit, like just spreading darkness everywhere. So look, you got to take it with some humor, have some fun, let out a few curse words. That's how yep. I roll. So, welcome <laughs> to this. So. Hey, why don't we start off? Why don't Why don't you introduce yourself to uh, the viewers or anyone listening or whatnot um, about kind of you know who you are, kind of how you came to be, and and um, what you got going on right now? Yeah, man. So I am Jason Macaluso. I am yeah, of course, forty-three. You're, go <laughs> you're never going to forget how to pronounce my last I'm never name ever that. again. Just sound- uh, everyone should just listen to this just to hear me butcher it. You know, it's going to be even funnier <laughs> is that I'm just going to introduce you that way every single time. <laughs> every time. I'm going to have to change yeah. every single uh Just mess it up. Like, oh, it's you know, Jordan. <laughs> exactly. It's not even Jason. I just made the whole thing up. 
So I am a 43-year-old husband and father to a 10-year-old daughter. This is my, so she is 10. That means this is my 12th season of doing triathlons. Um, I started, again, 12 years ago down this path of who knew what I was going to get into, but it started with my background in swimming many, 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 many years ago in high school, and that catapulted into, hey, you know how to swim, you could do a triathlon, and did my first sprint try 12 years ago, and over the course of that journey, I've worked my way up to about half a dozen half Ironman, so definitely not the 21 days of my illustrious co-host here, but oh, um, done six, six races at the half iron distance, um, qualified a couple of years in a row for age group national championships at the Olympic distance, so that's kind of my thing. Um, never done a full Ironman, have zero intention of doing a full Ironman. So, but still consider myself a real triathlete. And um, I've been dabbling in a lot of different things outside of try as far as, uh, well, I do have a real career, a real job that pays my bills, but I've been pretty active the past couple of years on social. Um, so you can find me. I think my, the one that I had the most fun on is Instagram and it's jmac, J-A-Y-M-A-C underscore tries, T-R-I-S. And I started doing a bunch of Insta stories on that in my my journey to doing Ironman Maine 70.3 this year and got a lot of cool feedback. And that was kind of my inspiration that I found that I was inspiring others. And that led me to reach out to Fairbanks and say, hey, man, you know, we could put the two of us together and maybe do some sort of cool podcast to inspire some cool people on your already um, cemented Triumph Project. So, uh. That's kind of been my journey to, to how I found you, um, obviously through Mojo and Love the Pain. And um, so here we are, day one, week one, uh, hour one of our, uh, of our project. So, so I got a question for you. So, yeah. How, okay. So swimming to me is the biggest, it, I'm, I'll just be flat out. I think it is literally the biggest pain in the ass disappointment of the three Uh to do in this sport. Okay. And I say that because, and I'll get to my question just for anyone to know, I'm long winded in general in life. So, um, this, this is just, (laughs) this is just a, uh, a preview of many things to come. And when I say the only way this podcast is going to work, the the only (laughs) way this podcast is going to work is because I'm the opposite. (laughs) I'll I'll be like quick and to the point. uh, yeah. Question is, what time is it? It'll take me five minutes mm-hmm. to get there. Don't worry. But so, so, okay. So sw- swimming to me, I say pain in the ass because I feel like it takes so much effort uh, to get um, one to get comfortable in it just in general, and then mm-hmm. beyond that to try to make progress. And so I think to a lot of people, yep. and, and and me in particular, I can get very frustrated with the fact that I spent you know two days a week going to a pool. Okay, this was what I did, I think, last year. I spent about, on average, mm-hmm. two days a week going to the pool, right? I kicked it up this year to, to average around three days a week, sometimes even four. I was slower mm-hmm. in my swim times than I was the year before. So my, big, my, my brain goes, what the fuck? 
you know, and, and yep. so I think this, this progress point where you said, okay, I took all year, I did all these things, going to the pool, blah, 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 and you're like half a second faster, I think sometimes starts to kind of eat at you a little bit when you realize, well, that same year that I spent on the bike, I'm a mile an hour faster, right? Right. Yep. Such a big, such a big distance. However, the kicker is that that's the first thing you start off with. So like, you know, to think that you can ignore it, right. And be like, Oh, I'll just right. catch him on the bike. It's like, you know, you know, not, not really when someone's five minutes faster than you on the swim and then right. the same speed as you on the bike. Right. And so I went through all these mentally, this kind of, this mental, uh, you know, um, formula, if you will, that I created, like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's not a worry. And so, so here comes my question. You coming from the swimming okay. background, I'm going to assume that you, you know, you got that shit down. And so where was mm-hmm. the transition piece that you had from saying, I'm a swimmer, you know, I'm, I'm exit swimming. Good. Great. Fan flip the light. Fucking fantastic. You know, to then going, well, I'll just add biking and running. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how that, yeah. Where's that bridge that you built there? So my swing background was, again, 20 plus years ago. And all that did for me was put me into a position where I am way, I'm super comfortable in the water, right? So I could just get in the water. I love the water. Um, I enjoy swimming. I love open water swimming. The harder the open water swim, the better I am at it. So for me, and and I agree with you 100%, like I, I, I swim three days a week and I am getting incrementally faster in the pool for, but it's not, it's not in relation to the amount of time I'm putting in the water. But I think the cool thing for me, dude, is that I get out of the water in a race and I feel like I didn't do anything. Right. So, so my goal with the swim is to go as hard as I can, but get out of the water and get in the bike and feel like I did nothing for the prior, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Okay. So that's where I think the biggest benefit is from swimming. And to your point, you might've gotten quote unquote slower with your times, but maybe your bike and run time got faster because you used less energy in the open water and were able to to translate that onto the, to the bike and the run. So that's something I didn't know. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. So for me, you know, I'm not going to get out of the water probably five minutes and maybe I will get out of the water five minutes faster than you, but that's not really my goal. My goal is to get out ahead of the pack and then, and, and then be good enough on the bike and the run to just stay ahead of you with, with using less energy the, the 20 minutes prior to we, we, where we got there. So, so what brought you to – so I have a couple things to, to interject in there too. But so, so to take you from a swimming background to triathlon, where, was, where did you just think that you could just do triathlon, I guess? Like, like – because I guess it wasn't as if you'd been swimming your whole career and then we're like, ah, oh, shit, might as well just add these other things. You can, hey, look at that. We already got a caller. Hold on. It could be a don- it could be a donation. I'm going to tell you my favorite trick. This is for everybody. T- this is for everybody. I'm not I'm not joking. So house phone. When that thing rings, I think everyone's face goes, "What the fuck?" Right? Like who calls a house phone? Okay. Right. Exactly. I'm, so I'm totally shifting gears here, but I think this is hilarious, and I don't know how many people do this. But I started. I'm I'm so annoyed by the whole sales calls, and I was like, you know what? Huh, you'd say like, no thanks, not interested, or you just let it ring, but it's annoying to let it ring. So I'm like, hey, fuck this. I'm going to start asking for donations. So when they start calling in, what we did was we would say, like, I started it first, but I would say, hi, thanks for, call- thanks for calling uh, um, 
you know, the Triumph donations, how much are you calling to donate today? You know? <laughs> and then they're like, and they'll be like, uh, hello, uh, I'm looking for, and I'm like, oh, that's fine. Um, how much are you calling to donate today? We can accept cash, credit card. We can even do money order. <laughs> and so they would get totally thrown off. And they're like, what the hell? And they would, a lot of them would hang up. One of my favorite ones was uh, my wife Talia got one, and the woman was trying to sell us computers. And so Talia spun it and was like, no, no, it's, we can also accept things that are non-cash related. If they have value, computers are fine. What kind of computers are you calling to donate? Is it a Mac? Is it? And this chick was like, no, I'm not, I, no, I'm not calling to donate. I'm calling to whatever. And she's like, and so anyhow, it's this total spin. And so lately what we've been doing is then, so, our, so we have a seven-year-old boy and a four-year-old girl. And our four-year-old girl loves the fact that we try to get donations. So when that phone rings, it's not very often anymore because I think we got on a blacklist. Like I think right like, exactly. Don't call the, the Fairbanks. Don't call Fairbanks. Yeah, the phone rings and 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 our little one's like, oh, donation. So she flips, <laughs> runs over the thing, and she's got the whole spiel. So she's like, she's like, hello, thanks for calling to donate. How much are you calling to donate today? And she she likes to say five hundred for some reason. She's like five hundred. Are you Love it. to donate five hundred? And so then when they hang up, because you know they don't like hang on the line, um, she goes, oh dang it. And it's the funniest thing. And we'll be like, oh, you almost had one. Bah, 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 bah. So anyhow, um, for all those listening, I, let's start a movement, man. Anytime anyone calls you for sales call, just ask them for donations. I'm telling you, our call volume has gr- – it went from, like, uh, occasional to rare. So, um, you know, who doesn't want more? Who doesn't want more of that? I mean, hello. Well, I'm going to do – on my line, I'm going to ask for the Triumph Project donation as well. So then they're like, how many freaking phone lines this guy have? <laughs> Yeah, I got like a whole he's, army. He's global. <laughs> he's international. This guy's everywhere. Um, exactly. Okay, he's so like I'm, a bad penny. So, <laughs> so going back. So, so, so my, you know, when I took your first conversation intro, you know, and I was like, hey, you know, I thought you'd be coming from this like Olympic swimming background, which I'm always like, damn it, because then I feel like you have this big upper hand. Um, but mm-hmm. if you came from a long time ago from the swing background, then, then walk me through a little bit where, how did you get to the point of wanting to take on the triathlon, you know? And when I go through my intro, I'll, you know, I'll shed yep. some light on some of these things. That's why I'm asking these questions, but how did you get? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, I, so I ran in high school, um, again, you know, just again, 20 plus years ago. And so after I graduated from college, and I never did any endurance sports in college, by the way. So I just lifted and just had fun and, and nothing, but nothing endurance-wise. So when I moved back home uh, after college, because, you know, that's what you do, with my parents, my parents' neighbor, um, their son lived at home, but he was like this 25-year-old dude that was just traveling the world cycling. So he was a uh, he was one of those guys that would just you know went over to Europe for a couple of years and just cycled and lived out of his car. So he had a bunch of friends that would hang out there you know every day and they would just go on these long bike rides. So just got talking to him, and then one day they were doing a triathlon and this is back in let's see like late 90s when it wasn't super popular but there were some local tries. And the first thing he said and I'll never forget this he said. You have a swimming background. That's the hardest discipline. You'd be awesome at triathlon. So I'm like, I could be awesome at it. Then I'm going to do it. So that was the. Uh, so that that was it. I never had a bike. I went out that day or the next day or that week and bought a bought a shitty bike. 
And then uh, I'm like, I could run. I remember swimming and I could bike or I could ride a bike. So um, that was kind of it. I wanted to do something because I was actually at the time, I just started my career and what I do now in, in finance. And I was working a lot of hours and um, was getting out of shape. I wasn't, you know, I, this is not a, I was 400 pounds and got down to 150 story, but it was just, I was right. not in the shape I wanted to be in. And um, so that was kind of the bridge. But his words to me were, swimming is the hardest discipline. You know how to do it. You'd be awesome at it. I'm like, okay, well, guess what? I wasn't fucking awesome at it. I almost drowned. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm like, I know how to swim until I got in the open water. Um, so, so that's kind of, that's kind of my bridge. That's my background to, from the swimming. It was cause of Pete, Pete Chapman told me I'd be awesome at swimming. I'd be awesome at triathlon because I was a swimmer. And it's just, I just love those kind of intro stories, you know, cause there's so many variations of, you know, obviously people in the world, but, obviously how they also got bridged into the sport. And I just, just, you know, through this, Hey, you got one. There you go. Give it a shot. Look at that. <laughs> you you got to donate too. Um, exactly. No, I was just saying, you know, through, through the things that I've done, you know, and the journey that I've done, you know, and meeting different people, it's just, I've always been so kind of inspired by the, the way that people have come into the sport. And, mm-hmm. It, it's just one of those things that kind of drives me. Like I don't have a great, uh, I don't have like a great story, you know, like, I, you know, to come into something or what have you. And I would kind of meet all these people that have these, I want to say like the couch to 5k or the like inactivity yep. to activity type thing. And, uh, and I'm always, I've always just been in awe of that because to me, that is a way harder. I, I mean, that mental battle, like I give a gold star to that versus, you know, it's like the college track star that's like, oh, I'll just, you know, add biking. To right, it. exactly. Like, you know, you've been, you know, and I'm not trying to downplay that individual, but I'm like, think about the difference between someone that like has never walked around the neighborhood who's all of a sudden yep. running a 5K. I mean, that is such, that difference in percentage, I mean, that is quite different, you know, and to me, I just feel like those really were the people that kind of, really motivated me and kept me going through some of the challenges that I was, you know, dealing with and, uh, and continue to kind of drive me to keep going when I, when I start getting my wine hat on and start, you know, becoming baby, baby Fairbanks, you know, playing, Hey, life's so hard. (laughs) Well, that's what makes our sport awesome, right? I don't, I think more people cheer for the person that comes in towards the end than they do for the guys that come in or the girls that come in at the beginning. So, because we know those people at the end, but everybody works just as hard, right? It's not like you're going out and you're you're playing golf and you play it once a week. I mean, whether you're coming in first or last, you're still putting in the hours of training, uh, except for the few right. idiots that don't train at all. But, um, you know, screw <laughs> the naturally gifted dude. I'm more interested yeah. in the guy that – or the or woman that – right? Is, is like I, I'm inspired by seeing you do that, so I want to do it too. And you're like, no fucking way you could do that. And then sure enough, yeah. they're out there beating you, so – yeah, I know. And okay, so that's a great segue. I'm going to use that as a segue into kind of my who I am and where I came from, because exactly what you described about the cheering piece is exactly what hooked me into this into this sport. And so for those listening, you know, my name's Jeff Fairbanks. Um, I, I guess for whatever you'd say is known, you know, I'm I would assume socially I'm known as the Triumph Project. And what that is, is that. I didn't have social, I didn't really have social media a couple years back. Um, and in fact, I kind of grew up, 
you know, this, I want to air quote, normal kid who my parents, I had a lot of energy and they would just throw me in soccer and baseball and, you know, anything to kind of keep me out from underneath their, you know, umbrella of like, <laughs> stop that, quit it, knock it off. <laughs> so so I had to deploy my energy elsewhere. And, and, and through those years, um, I was not an endurance individual. Um, like I did soccer and stuff, but like, you know, like I was like a forward. So sprint around and then try to kick a goal. Like, and that kind of went through and I lost interest in that as I got older, you know, in junior high and stuff. And, and, and going into my freshman year, I met, um, a couple guys that did surfing and I had taken like some surf camps and stuff like that as a kid. And I had a surfboard up in the attic and, uh, and it had always been something I liked, but uh, you know, I, I really lacked an ability to get to the beach. You know, I was a good five miles from the beach, um, at my parents' house and I didn't have a driver's license or nothing. Right. So, so when I met these kids, I got super interested in that and took that sport, um, like as my sport, I dropped basically everything else and I just did surfing. Um, and that was kind of my life as, uh, or what I kind of lived for at that time. And, uh, kind of got to a level in it and then, and then realized there's some writing on the wall, like, you know, Hey, this isn't going to be your career. Like you got to go to school and stuff and all that. So, I have also a normal uh, day job and that pays the bills and all that stuff. And I do this on the side. Um, but I got into, as a child, the first thing that I was really, my big, my big love was motocross. I got a dirt bike at six years old and that was all I wanted to do. And I'm giving you a lot of background. I told you this, I'm long winded. So here you go. Um, my dad my dad got me a bike. I wanted to ride all the time. And over the years, he would take me, we'd we ride, ride, ride. I wanted to race. Well, his good friend's son was racing. And after a few years, his son died uh, in, a, in, a, in an accident, like a crash. And that On the bike? Sort of, I think, yeah, on the bike. And so from my dad's oh. point of view, now being a father, um, I can totally understand that he was like, nope, I'm not going to really. No way. It's not that he took the <laughs> Yeah, he didn't take the dirt bike away. It was just less, um, very hard to get going, you know? And, like, I couldn't go riding without him because I was that young. So it really kind of backburnered it. So fast forward in my life, surfing was ending. I was kind of looking for something to do, and I was kind of bigger now and had a job and stuff. And I'm like, well, hey, you know, I can buy my own dirt bike. So I got <laughs> I'll show him. I got into racing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I bought a bike. I, you know, I started racing, doing all this stuff, and um, and I had a buddy say, "Why don't you try a marathon with me?" And I'm like, "What? I did not. Run, I am not a runner. I'm not built for running. Um, I didn't. You know, in surfing, uh, I'm comfortable in the water. I'm comfortable in waves. You know, turbulence, that type of a thing. But I've I've never actually like swam, other than like sw you know, other than knowing how to swim for like you know your surfboard or or, you know, swimming through something, I've never been in like a lane, right? Like breathing mm -hmm. and like an actual swimming stroke, no clue. Um, and so my buddy convinces me to do this marathon and he goes, I'll train with you. Don't worry. And at this, at this time <laughs> in my life, we were, we were living in Seattle. And so this race is in November, which means you get to train. Oh. It's like some six month spreadsheet I got to do. So I trained for a little bit in the summer and then you just get total shit weather, which means it's cold and yep. it's raining like every day. And so before work or after work, I'm trying to do this spreadsheet of like how many 
how many miles I'm supposed to run or hours or what have you. I, he, let me just tell you how many times that guy trained with me. Absolutely fucking zero. So zero. <laughs> miserable, you know, running. Um, and we get to this race and I completely just blow up. I mean, it took me four and a half oh, hours. No. I stopped multiple times, had a terrible time. And I was like, that was horrible. And I felt, <laughs> and I felt in my mind as if, the scenery was changing, you know, because I'm running through, you know, 26.2 miles, like all over Seattle and blah, 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 blah. But mentally I was bored. You know, I, yep. all I could think about was like, when, when is this over? When is the finish line? Why is there another hill? You know, like, yeah. and so anyhow, I got done and was, I was defeated. I came back and I was like, you know, that was the craziest thing that I'd ever tried to do from a, from like kind of a, an endurance piece. Right. I mean, I'd never run. I don't even think yeah, I've done anything over a 5k. Right. And so I go and, t- and, and I just kind of told my wife, I'm like, okay, that was crazy. But like, could there be something crazy that's not so boring? And this is nothing against those <laughs> that like running. I have nothing against that yeah. at all. I just in, internally for myself, I had nothing else to look forward to other than just the finish line. And I think that was my mental challenge. I was like, this is a really long time to do one thing, I guess. And so, so I'm like, you know, maybe I should try a triathlon because I didn't think I could do a marathon. So maybe I could try a triathlon. And so, so I got, you know, I, she's like, really? Okay. Who's, who, who asked you to do that? I'm like, ah, nobody. Nobody. You're you're crazy, man. You're just going to go do this yourself. I'm like, yep. So, uh, you know, I, I signed up for this race. And about three weeks before uh, before the race, uh, I crashed on the dirt bike. I, I injured my leg. I couldn't I couldn't try this. It was a little sprint trap, like almost like a super sprint. And so yep. so I couldn't do the race. My leg healed up. It, uh, I did about a month. It took about a month. Um, and then I got I did my first sprint race like that following month. So I borrowed a buddy's helmet, a clapped out. Uh, you know, road bike with baskets <laughs> on it, and um, yep. And I, by the way, I think that should be a requirement. Like, if you want to try this sport, yeah, I think you got to borrow the biggest piece of shit um, equipment that you can. And if you come out having a smile, this is for you, you know, type of a thing. But, but to you, to wait, I got to ask you, did you, did you, wait, wait, let me stop you. Did you use yeah. your surfing wetsuit for the swim? Yes, I did. Yeah. So I had. So here's and, my gear setup. <laughs> My, my Which is it, like a five mil? Were you like dying? No, no, no. No, it was a long sleeve spring. So it has long sleeves and then short legs, and it's a 3-2. Oh, okay. Um, or a 2. It might have been a 2-2. Two, two. Um, which is two millimeter okay. for those that are listening. It's like the thickness is the higher the number, the thicker it is, which is generally in surfing. Um, that's for warmth. But, you know, in triathlon right. type stuff. Not for flexibility. Not really, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's very different. And so, so yeah, I had my surfing wetsuit. I had this clapped out um, bike that, that I've now learned like was way too small for me. It was like, I mean, I didn't <laughs> adjust it. I'm like, oh, this is just what the bike is, you know? And then uh, exactly. and then I had my running shoes, which no clip-ins. I was like, that's fucking crazy. You guys clip your feet and that's right. just a death wish. So so um, my wife takes me to REI and she's like, hey, you got to look the part, man. You're going to do this triathlon. So we're in this REI store and she's like, hands me all these um I don't have much style so she's like handing me stuff that you know she like this would not and not make me embarrassed as much if you wear this you know and so so I'm in this dressing room and I have like four four kits I didn't know what they were called but I had I, I had spandex man and the, I mean it was all spandex and and you have to know that like 
from surfing, I had a wetsuit on that was tight, right? But I'm in the water. I'm not like, I'm not like cycling down the road. I'm not running. You know what I mean? It's a very quick, like from the car to the water, you're back, you're done. Um, and so I'm in this changing room with these spandex things on. I'm like, there is no way in hell I am going to be wearing one of these things. And she's like, come on out. Let me see. I'm like, I'm not coming out of this room. And so I got the shorts. I just got the like little shorts, uh, like, I guess a spandex pair of shorts. And I'm like, I'm not wearing the top. That's weird. What color? Yeah. Black or did you go pop pink? Yeah, it was like all, yeah, it was a super, it was, a, it, it was one of my favorite colors. It was clear. Um, <laughs> so just a stripe on the leg and then all clear front and back. And I just figured if I'm going for it, I'm going for it. No, it was all black with a, like a red stripe or something. And uh, did you make the rookie so- mistake of wearing underwear underneath it? No, I didn't. No, because from surfing, I knew that much where, where ah, okay. like, you don't wear anything under your, yeah, under your wetsuits. Um, and mainly for those listening, like a lot of times the suits are designed that if you wear something underneath it, it's actually, you're actually adding more things to make uh, you susceptible to rashing um, right. than you are by wearing nothing. And I think some people think the opposite, you know, like, oh, I need to put on like, yep tidy whities or something and you're like nope you just made a you just made a seam line that's not designed for that and now you're gonna get a rash so so i kind of knew that stuff and so yeah i was all clear there and um but to your statement man that clapping thing i just i went through that race and i was so out of sorts man i've got a flat bill hat i got a ton of tattoos i'm like (laughs) to me this was a super (laughs) vanilla crowd and i'm like this right dude that just is sore thumbing it and you know all these people are like first race, you know, and I'm like, holy shit, I got a sign beacon, you know, just going newbie, newbie. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so, but like I come to the end and like, there's all this clapping and shit. And I'm like, yeah, I know I'm not, you know, I'm not near the front. Like, what's this about? And then right. all these people were like congratulating me and saying like, Hey, I remember seeing you, the guy with the tattoos and you know, blah, blah. And I'm like, I, this is unreal that the people clapped. Like I, I almost, I didn't know if as much or more, but like, it felt like right. a lot more then totally uh, you know at the end of it and i was like this is badass and so i i literally just crossed the line looked at my wife and i'm like i am this is what i'm doing sold my dirt bike and then my dirt bike which was blinged out like super fancy and i get some fucking bottom rung piece of shit bike that i got a pedal and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> i mean at the same price like there's no motor in it there's no nothing and I'm right like, holy shit this I, I thought motocross was a lot of money and this is like woo. Oh, wait, yeah, exactly. So, anyhow, that was, I'm sorry, that was my bridge into this. And so, so, you know, I'm a 38-year-old husband, father, we got two kiddos, you know, I got the day job. Um, I don't have the history that you have with the sport. I've been doing this. This is my fourth season. Um, And so, I think my, my craziness from from what some people may have come to uh, cross paths with me is that last summer I did 21 half Ironmans, um, the 70.3 distance from, from Wait, Maine. Wait, Fairbanks, why, why 21? What? <laughs> What's yeah, significant yeah, of the number 21? <laughs> well, I know people ask me that and they're like, you know, that's interesting. It's the Tour de France is 21 days. And I'm like, yeah. That's interesting to the people who knew that. I didn't know that. That's all the PTO I saved up from my work. So that's the whole exactly. amount of days I can love do. it. I you love know? it. So, so that's what I did. That's kind of what came on. So, like on Instagram, you know, for people that want to, you know, be like, who the 
the hell is this guy? You know, I'm at the Triumph Project. And then, you know, on Facebook, I'm Jeff Fairbanks. And there's also, um, I think it's 21 Days of Triumph is what the Facebook page is for the project. Um, and so I kind of did this thing as, I think people thought it was to be a crazy event, like a, like a, I don't know. My wife was like, you have a midlife crisis or something? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I did it more to connect with the community. I really wanted to hear how people got into the sport. And I sort of wanted to, like how I was describing how I was taken so much back by the clapping and the, and the camaraderie and all that like togetherness. Um, I wanted to go out and see, like, could I connect with people along the way? And so I made an open invite mm-hmm. to anybody to come, to come where I'm at. I posted all my schedules and whatnot. And so I did all that stuff to kind of see where the connection piece was. And man, I had some rock stars. Like my biggest yep. fear was I was going to be alone the whole time. Right. Right. And I actually, like your marathon. I actually, yeah. I specifically took days off from people like where I didn't announce like this is a private event because if there was pressure, like with people there, you know? And so after like two weeks of it, I had to take a couple of days where it's just the family, you know? So just us. But I mean, like, yeah, we sold everything and got a trailer and a truck and drove across country and went uh, in a different city every day, which was a complete, absolute logistical nightmare um, to do these 21 <laughs> days. And then after that happened, it was like, well, what are you going to do? You know? And I felt like I was so, so taken with how the connect, the connectedness and the community aspect that I was like, I want to share that stuff. Right. And so, so at the time I was like, I want to do this, this forum, like this, this landing space where I can have people kind of like do the shared knowledge. We can inspire, we can educate, we can motivate, we can do all those things. Right. It's not a team, man. I don't want a team. I I just, I just want a collective. And so I, I just didn't have time to do it. So just lately, the triumphproject.org, that's where I'm trying to build this community of people. So we're offering things like, you know, like race plans and nutrition and all that stuff. And and then I can do my giveaways. Like I always like to do give backs. So when I get help, I try to pass it forward and all that shit. So um, anyhow, that's all my details, blah, 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 blah. But hit, you know, hit me up, hit, hit, you know, obviously you up if, if anyone has ideas about things they'd like us to cover, but um, that's a really long-winded explanation of who I am, and that's what I do. So, take it, take it. Now you can it, talk. <laughs> There's nothing left for me to say. You took, you took all of our airspace. What I tell you that this is gonna, we are gonna blow through 20 <laughs> minutes, and then hit 30, and we are at 30, we're at 35 fucking minutes, and I don't think. Okay. Um, you see, I told you it's gonna be like three minutes of talking. So why I don't to we? Check us out. <laughs> Viewers, why don't we talk about what? Exactly. So why don't we talk about what our goal is with this podcast and and how it's going to translate into the Triumph Project? Yeah. Is that what you're going to talk about? Because I feel like I've just... Sure. Why don't... By we, I mean me. So... Yeah, there you go. That's what I like I was like, you had the the letter (laughs) upside down. (laughs) Um, So I had been dabbling. I have a a, a podcast I do. I've done podcasts in the the past, and I think podcasts is kind of the way that people want to listen to stuff. It's, you know, it's it's on demand, right? It's, you want to get it on your own time, whether you're on the bike or on the treadmill or just on your car and your commute. So I approached Fairbanks and I said, hey, man, there's an opportunity for us to not only tell our stories, but just inspire people and, and kind of tie it into what you're trying to do with the Triumph Project. And there's a lot of cool people out there that we both know that we should get on our show and just talk to them and find out how they do it because everybody has a cool story. So 
we kind of batted around. And I, I think what's cool about you, man, is like, we're like, yeah, let's just do it. So this is, we're just doing. And, but we do have some, we do have some goals and some guidelines. And our goal is to disseminate one solid podcast every week. So it's going to be through a couple different um, platforms and we're working on the logistics, but it's going to be your typical iTunes, uh, Google play, whatever else is out there, but we'll, we'll give you more details on that. Um, we're also doing it through the right now through the anchor community, which is a cool app that you could use and part, be part of that community. Um, obviously then we're going to disseminate through social via Instagram and Facebook, and then, and then ultimately through the triumph page. But so we, we are promising you, one solid podcast every week, um, anywhere from 30 to God, hopefully don't go any farther than 45 minutes. Um, <laughs> of just cool stuff. Sorry. Inspiration. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then maybe some, some fill-ins in between as stuff just pops up. But, um, you know, this is going to be all about the community and talking to some cool people and, and telling you with some cool stories. And, um, you know, hopefully th- there'll be no egos in this show. Um, and it's just going to be a good time Word. and a lot of laughs and probably, probably a lot of swearing and, um, but just being real and inspiring, inspiring through doing. That's what I like to say, just inspiration through doing. So that is our goal. Yeah. And, 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 and I absolutely agree. Yeah. I got to let out some swear words. So I'll say, um, <laughs> I'll just, I'll just apologize. I, I should just say it right. Shouldn't I? I should just be like, I should just apologize, you know, in the forefront for absolutely fucking nothing because we have the mic. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. The music comes on, <laughs> you know, this stuff is usually how we end it. So the music starts coming on. It's like, all right, shit, got to wrap it up, Jeff. Um, but no, great explanation. Did you hear that creepy? He's that creepy dude. <laughs> but this time I'm just closing that with some music. Um, and thank you so much um, for, for anyone that listened and obviously Jason for, for doing this with me yeah and uh stay tuned we'll bring some more shit everybody's way my eyes and lay me to sleep